From Australia, this is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au. And thanks for joining us, however you've joined us, be it on the World Wide Web, on VHF, HF or ATV. Settle back, we've got a lot of news to get through today. I'm Graham VK4BB, here's Lee Moyle, Vice President. Good morning, this is WIA Vice President Lee Moyle, VK3GK. After a week since the volcanic eruption near our neighbour Tonga, still little has been heard from the region. My friend Christian, A35CS, is the only ham in Tonga that is active, although sporadic nowadays as his basic station often needs repairs. Several hams have been trying to contact Tonga and the adopted Region 3 emergency frequencies being used are 3.6, 7.11, 14.3, 18.16 and 21.36 MHz. Please consider to keep these clear for potential emergency traffic and monitor them if you can. COVID and the restrictions are making humanitarian aid difficult to deliver into the regions where it's most needed. I hope everyone had a pleasant, enjoyable Australia Day and celebrated with family and friends. I, along with many VKs, were active on the handbands, participating in the inaugural WIA Australia Day contest. Many were using the AX prefix. It was great to contact many new recent arrivals to the hobby and some old-timers as well. Both the President and the Vice President were active in the contest. Did you manage to work either of them? 40 metres, which is usually best for VK daytime communications, was easily surpassed as 10 metres seemed to be the most active around the continent all day long, with only VK9, VK0 and P29 missing. All other states were active, with even a few ZLs in the mix. Please enter your logs and information is available on the WA website with links to the log upload portal. Ongoing discussions with our WIA team in VK7 have arrangements for the WIA virtual AGM to be held in May coming along nicely. More details as they come to hand, including finalising the date for the online virtual session. Remember that nominations to be a WIA director close January the 31st at 5pm. If you wish to throw your hat into the ring and believe you can add value to the WA board to propel the organisation into 2022 and beyond, consider submitting your nomination along with a 250-word biography by the closing date. 7-3 from Lee Moyle, VK3GK, WA Vice President. This is Editor-in-Chief of Amateur Radio Magazine, Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH. Last Sunday, the files for the first issue of Amateur Radio Magazine for this year were uploaded to the printer's server. Well, truth be told, it was the wee hours of Monday morning. The scheduled day for AR to be printed would normally have been Wednesday, but as this was the Australia Day holiday, our print day was moved back to Tuesday. Printers like to take holidays too. Who knew? Hence, instead of normally delivering the files to the printer on Monday, we agreed to move that back a day. The magazine was delivered to the mailing house at the end of the week. It will be with the retail distributor this coming week for delivery to newsagents. So, the latest edition of Amateur Radio Magazine, the first for 2022, Volume 90, Number 1, will be with you from this coming week. As I've said in the past, the good folk at Australia Post will work hard to get it to you. As foreshadowed in the last issue, the theme for this issue is contesting. You will find a 16-page section highlighted with its own section cover and featuring a pull-out contest calendar. The middle pair of pages in this issue 
34 and 35, are the centre sheet of the magazine, which you can easily lift out and post to the notice board in your shack, on the door of your fridge or elsewhere at hand. The contest calendar was based on the one developed by Alan Shannon, VK4 Sugar Nancy, which he posts to his website annually. After all, why reinvent the wheel? We're grateful for Alan's cooperation. Alan, by the way, is the WIA's contest committee chairman. The section includes an article on how to enjoy contesting, written by veteran contester Martin, VK7 Golf November, and another article on 10 tips for Tyro contesters, which lists those topics that you need to keep in mind. A dozen, in fact. 20% more. AR Magazine always strives to give readers a bit extra. You'll find rules for this year's John Moore Memorial National Field Day coming up in late March, as well as how to strategise participating in the VHF-UHF Field Days, along with a full report on the 2021 Remembrance Day contest. So, what else is in the issue? Today is the end of the annual Ross Hold Memorial VHF-UHF Marathon Contest. So, just who was Ross Hull? That question is largely answered by an article titled Ross Hull and the Selden Hill Gang, written by Charles Dubay, callsign Whiskey One Lima Charlie Delta, W1LCD. Ross was one of Australia's early radio experimenters who worked for a forerunner magazine to Electronics Australia. He held the callsigns 3JU and VK3JU. He was lured to work for the American Radio Relay League, the ARRL, and its journal QST, where he pioneered use of the amateur radio bands above 30 megs and famously demonstrated that atmospheric conditions extended the frequencies beyond the line of sight horizon. The article on Ross Hole in the upcoming issue of AR sets out his exploits and those of his colleagues staying in a house at Selden Hill in Connecticut near AWRL headquarters. The article includes a number of historic photographs, altogether fleshing out the life and times of, and I quote, a man who packed so much life and legacy into his few but kinetic years as the sage of the Selden Hill gang, along with the others who, in their unique ways, contributed to make radio what it is today, end quote. We have made it more than a year to bring you this story. Back in 2020, we were approached by the author through the ARRL and gained permission late last year to bring it to you. Also in issue number one, we have a rig review of the Lab 599 TX500 transceiver, a Russian-manufactured HF Plus 50 megs radio designed to appeal to the portable operator. For the do-it-yourself brigade, we have an intriguing article on a digital duvalaki described as a Swiss army knife for engineers. The author, Greg Mew, VK4 Golf Rodeo Mike, sets out how this duvalaki may be used to add pre-distortion to an RF signal to improve the linearity of the power amplifier. And it can do lots more. So what's a duvalaki? It's an object or machine that is not understood, or something you can't recall the name of. Never mind the fact I've finished with a preposition, you know what I mean. Amateur Radio Magazine, Volume 90, Issue Number 1 for 2022. Serving Australian radio amateurs since 1933. This has been AR Magazine Editor-in-Chief, Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, for VK1WIA News. On WIA National News, it's time we visited the Q News Workbench, the Nuts and Volts Report, where we measure twice, cut once. Researchers build world's smallest antenna using DNA. 
While we hams work with conductive metal wire when we set out to build the best antenna for our purposes, a group of researchers in Canada use something else, DNA. Jeremy Boot, G4NJH, has that story. Researchers in chemistry at the University of Montreal have created what they call the world's tiniest antenna, one they've engineered using DNA to let them study structural changes that occur within proteins. This nano-antenna uses light instead of the radio frequencies we hams are so accustomed to. Researcher Scott Haroon said in a report, the DNA-based nano-antennas can be synthesized with different lengths and flexibilities to optimize their function. He later added, by carefully tuning the nano-antenna design, we have created a 5 nanometer long antenna that produces a distinct signal when the protein is performing its biological function. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Jeremy Boot, G4NJH. The researchers reported their findings recently in the journal Nature Methods. They compared the fluorescent nanoantenna's performance to that of a repeater. It receives light in one wavelength and transmits back at another, depending on what behaviour it detects in the protein. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, international news with Jason, VK2LAW. Hello. Three Yankee Zero Juliet Bouvet Island de-expedition news. The 3Y0J team spent a full day offshore at Alstonvik, Norway. Together with Captain Arndt Skins and his three crew members on Stero, they tested the unmanned Zodiac landing, where the purpose is to land the Zodiac with equipment in a safe way. They had to drive 16 hours by car from Oslo to the three Yankee Zero Juliet test site. During the testing, Stero ended up rescuing a boat drifting with a broken engine in heavy seas. This cut short the testing a bit, but further testing will be carried out in their mission to activate this rare number 2 DXCC, Bouvet Island. Germany's Ham Radio Society hit by cyber attack. The National Society for German Radio Amateurs, DARC, was hit by a cyber attack on January 15th, which exploited a security vulnerability in a plug-in in a WordPress installation. Then the attack spread to the main pages of DARC. Their executive board takes this attack very seriously and has stipulated that the system may not go fully online again until safe operation is guaranteed. In addition to various other topics, it's also about the security of passwords for the internal area of the members. The next few days and weeks will also bring various changes to ensure the security of the member data entrusted to DARC in the future. IARU Region 1 reports Portugal's communications regulator Anacom acts to eradicate interference and abuse of radio spectrum. In total, 20 vessels were checked for coastal fishing, distant fishing, hotel ships and pleasure boats. In these joint actions with the Maritime Police, the most frequently detected violations or anomalies are related to the use of frequencies not authorised or not assigned to the Maritime Mobile Service. In some cases, non-certified equipment or equipment not suitable for use on vessels, as well as unauthorised radio communication encryption devices were detected. In these actions, Anacom carries out inspections on the equipment and it's up to the Maritime Police to take the necessary measures. 
In news from Region 2, over in the USA, the Federal Communications Commission has announced that amateur radio operations in the upper 500 megahertz of the 9 centimetre band must cease on the 14th of April. The affected spectrum 3.45 to 3.5 gigahertz was auctioned for around $22 billion and will be used for 5G. Two radio amateurs appointed to the FCC Technological Advisory Council. FCC Chairwoman Jessica Rosenworcel named two prominent radio amateurs among her appointments to the FCC Technological Advisory Council, TAC. Appointed were Greg Lappin, November 9, Golf Lima, and Michelle Thompson, Whiskey 5, November Yankee Victor. Greg chairs the ARRL RF Safety Committee and has represented ARRL, the National Association for Amateur Radio, on the TAC since 2001. ARRL Laboratory Manager Ed Hare, Whiskey 1, Romeo Foxtrot, India, noted that Greg has been involved with RF safety and the FCC since the last FCC significant rules change in 1998. He's again helping the FCC prepare information, giving guidance for amateurs who need to comply with the FCC rules on RF exposure, His work is highly respected by the FCC and the ARRL lab, making it easier for amateurs to evaluate their stations, said Ed Hare. Michelle Thompson is CEO of the Open Research Institute, which she will represent on the TAC. ORI is a non-profit research and development organisation dedicated to open source work that includes such areas as amateur satellites and digital communications. She is an ARRL life member. In news from Region 3, Elon Musk has offered to send Starlink internet terminals to Tonga after the recent volcanic eruption and tsunami that left the Pacific Island nation without communication links to the rest of the world. Replying on Twitter to a Reuters story that Tonga could be without internet connections for up to a month, the billionaire entrepreneur wrote, Could people from Tonga let us know if it's important for SpaceX to send over Starlink terminals? The tweet soon went viral as Tongans from all over the world replied with pleas for help to re-establish communication to contact families and coordinate assistance. Tongan politician Lord Fusitua responded by saying, yes, we need them to get liquidity in to purchase much-needed goods. Voice and data completely down with undersea cables severed. Fusitua also tweeted that he was organising an airdrop of ham radio for basic communications and requested for direct contact with Musk to coordinate assistance. The tweet and the follow-up question asked by radio amateur Sterling Mann, November 0, Sierra Sierra Charlie, can be seen on the links in this week's text edition of WIA National News. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Now, operational news with Felix, VK4FUQ. Hello there. Now, contest-wise, if you participated in the Summer VHF, UHF and above field day, please put in your log before midnight, 31st of January, Monday. That's tomorrow. Also, remember the Ross Hole Memorial Contest that runs for the month of January also concludes tomorrow. Still to come. March, it's the John Moore Memorial Field Day. The JMMFD contest starts 0100 hours GMT on the 19th of March and includes 0059 hours GMT on the 20th of March. Harry Angel Memorial 80 Minute Sprint, Saturday 7th of May 2022. 10 hours UTC to 1146 UTC. 
The Don Edwards Memorial Slow Moors Contest, two days, starting May 14, 1800 hours, concluding May 15, 1600 hours. A Slow Moors Contest to encourage amateurs to give it a go. Saturday evening, 14 May, between 6pm and 9pm Eastern Standard Time on 80 metres. Sunday afternoon, 15 May, between 1pm and 4pm Eastern Standard Time on 40 metres. International CQ Pride Contest, June 4 to 6. VK Shires Contest, 11 June 2022. WIA VHF UHF Field Days, Winter 2022. 0200 hours UTC, Saturday 25 June. Through 0159 hours UTC, Sunday 26 June. Dipperson BK 6. IAA UHF World Championship Next Contest is July 9 and 10. DX Window European Russia Special Event Radio Amateurs from the St. Petersburg and Leningrad region will cease activation tomorrow. January 31 of the following special event Memorial Stations R900DM R900DV R900RO and R900BL Activity commemorates the 78th anniversary of full removal of enemy blockade of Leningrad and 77th anniversary victories of the Soviet people in the Second World War. RSGB arranges special RSL for Queen's Jubilee celebrations. Ofcom has kindly agreed to an RSGB request that radio amateurs licensed by Ofcom may celebrate the Platinum Jubilee of Her Majesty the Queen by using the special RSL Q. This will be available for use throughout June 2022. Antarctica QRV is RI1ANC from Vostok Station until early February, mainly CW. QSL via RN1ON. Montserrat, VP2M. Thayer is QRV as VP2MDX until February 18 on 8 of the 10 metres using CW and SSB. QSL to home call W2APF. Neville is on the air as 6Y5FS from Jamaica where it will be for the next two months. He has heard on 20 metres using CW. QSL via LOTW, Club Logs OQRS, or via G4BWP. Oliver will be using the call signs D4CW and D44DX. From Santa Maria Village, Sal Island. Kaipuri, between February 19 and March 2nd. Listen on 8 of the 10 metres, CW and SSB. QSL to DJ5QW, his home call sign, direct or via the DARC Bureau. Slavo, SP2JMB, and his XYL, Dorota, SP2TO, will be on the air as 3BAGY from Mauritius between February 5th and 25th. Be listening on various HF bands and in various modes. QSL to SP to JMB Direct. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Felix VK for a few QA. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1 WIA. Now, special interest group news with Bruce VK3 Triple F. And good day to you. Worldwide Special Interest Group News and Spy vs Spy. 
Let's get to the core. We haven't seen too many user-programmable magnetic core memory devices like this one. This interesting Russian telephone auto-dialer in its day would have been a very useful device, capable of storing and dialing 40 user-programmable seven-digit numbers. Mike's electric stuff tore into one and found some very interesting tech. For its era, this is high-technology stuff. Older Russian tech has a reputation for incredibly ingenious use of older parts. That can't be denied. After all, if it works, then there's no need to change it. But anyway, what's interesting here is how the designers decided to solve the problem of programming and recalling of numbers without using a microprocessor, by using discrete logic and core rope memory. See and read all about it at Hackaday. Special interest groups, summits on the air, worldwide flora fauna program, parks on the air and other adventure groups. SOTA VK7 Association. If you activate and or chase summits in VK7 and you have found any issues with the currently mapped summits, then please let the VK7 Association Manager, Justin, VK7TW, know by the end of February. This includes summit references, names, position, descriptions, etc. Please send updates and queries, VK7TW at wia.org.au. St. Patrick's Day Weekend Flora and Fauna Activity Event WWFF Worldwide Flora and Fauna in Amateur Radio is a long-standing award scheme internationally and has more than 26,000 protected flora and fauna areas worldwide which are registered in the WWFF directory. The Irish... EI Flora and Fauna Awards Scheme, which is affiliated to the international scheme, says there are over 250 areas defined by the National Parks and Wildlife Service and advanced planning is underway for an activity over the four-day St. Patrick's Day weekend and EI amateurs are asked to consider getting out and putting one of their local flora and fauna areas on the air. So, no matter where in the world you are, keep an ear out, March, for St. Patrick's Day. The Irish national holiday is celebrated all over the world on the 17th of March, although the St. Patrick's Festival lasts some four days. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. AMSAT EA receives two Oscar designations, SO114 and SO115. Mid-January, both the ESAT-2 and Hades satellites were launched. Both satellites carry FM and digital repeater payloads to provide services to amateur radio enthusiasts around the world. AMSAT has designated ESAT-2 as Spain Oscar 114, SO114, and Hades as Spain Oscar 115, SO115. AMSAT EA, Spain, has said it appears that ESAT 2 and Hades are transmitting and that weak signals have been heard, but the satellite's antenna may not have deployed. 
AMSAT EA Mission Manager Felix Pays, EA4GQS, said, We confirm the reception of both ESAT2 and Hades, as well as the decoding of telemetry and the FM-recorded voice beacon with the call sign AM5SAT of the first one. ESAT2 appears to be working well, except for the deployment of the antennas, something that apparently has not yet occurred and causes weak signals. He said, however, the AMSAT EA team confirms that, based on the reception of FSK, CW, the FM voice beacon and the telemetry data that has been decoded, it can be said that the satellite is working perfectly. In the event of low battery or system malfunction, the onboard computer would not transmit CW messages or the voice beacon call sign as it would be in safe mode with only fast and slow telemetry transmissions. Special interest groups, VHF and above. Spain's URE has obtained permission for radio amateurs to use 2400.050 MHz to 2410 MHz for QO100 satellite communication until 26th of December 2022. The Union of Spanish Radio Amateurs, or URE, requested the Secretary of State for Telecommunications and Digital Infrastructures the extension. The previous one expires on December 26, 2021, for a period of one year of the aforementioned administrative authorization. As well as, among other modifications of characteristics, the use of antennas of 60 centimetres in diameter and the extension of the band to 2,410 megahertz. The Secretary of State for Telecommunications and Digital Infrastructures has granted to authorise until the 26th of December 2022 to the holders of amateur radio authorisations the realisation of transmissions of the amateur service in the frequency band 2400.050 to 2410 MHz with a maximum EIRP of 1,500 watts and using directive antennas with a gain of not less than 21.5 dBi from authorised amateur radio stations located anywhere in the National Territory to the QO100 satellite located in the orbital position 25.9 degrees east of the geostationary orbit. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, YOTA, Youngsters on the Air, Amateur Radio and After School Programme. The Foqueer 4-H Ham Radio Club provides local youth with opportunities to explore science, technology, engineering, art and maths through amateur radio communications and electronics projects. Foqueer now reports. The after-school program will make 4-H activities accessible to more children. The program will engage them in hands-on STEM projects while helping them develop life skills. Programs offered throughout the year will target different grade levels and student interests. A pilot program at Grace Miller Elementary School in the fall focused on robotics for kindergartners and first graders. Students tackled challenges such as designing a battle bot that they controlled with lightsabers and coding a robot to navigate through a maze. Other potential offerings include space exploration, veterinary science and coding.
There also will be opportunities to partner with 4-H clubs. For example, the Fauquier County 4-H Ham Radio Club recently received a grant from Amateur Radio Digital Communications to build a ham radio trailer that can be hauled to different schools to give participants a hands-on experience. I'm Bruce, VK3 Triple F from Sunny Bendigo. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. 2022 social scene, and due to the COVID-19 situation, always check these events direct for up-to-date status information, and even without COVID, dates have an uncanny knack of being changed at last moment. In VK7, it's Reist's Open Day. Today, Sunday, January 30, 11am to 3pm. VK3, Spark Rosebud Radio Fest. Whoops, nope. It seems it's not going to happen. Again, thanks very much to Jim Gordon, VK3ZKK, who dropped a note to the newsroom and copied a note from Spark. Justin, due to COVID-19 concerns, the Spark Rosebud Radio Fest has been postponed. Good thing we always preface the text, isn't it, with due to the COVID-19 situations. And I would ask also that when clubs drop us a script and request to advertise their event, do us the courtesy of letting us know straight away it's off. That is, as soon as you know. One that isn't off yet is Redfest, Saturday the 9th of April. And in VK5, the Australian Fox Hunting Championship and the Surg Convention, Mount Gambier, the Queen's Birthday Weekend in June in VK5. Until next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. May all your news be good news and walk softly. From Australia, this has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.